So I know a lot of people enjoyed season two of Alchemy of Souls, but I am unfortunately not one of them. I thought that this second season was really badly done and I wish I could take back my, I don't know how many hours I spent on, on this 10 episodes, but I wish I could take them back. Hi everyone, welcome to the Dramasology Podcast. In this episode, I cover Alchemy of Souls Season 2. Oh, I guess I'll call it Part 2 for the Alchemy of Souls fans there. Um, they are very particular about calling it Part 2. So Alchemy of Souls Part 2, Light and Shadow. It stars Lee Jae-wook, Go Yoon-jung, Hwang Yeo-min, and Shin Sung-ho. And it's a continuation of Part 1 that ended, I think it ended in like August. And then Season 2 or Part 2 started in December. And I was actually really excited for part two because, you know, I actually enjoyed Alchemy of Souls part one. Like part one was fantastic. Like everything just worked well. I had not watched a drama that had that genre of like historical fantasy in such a long time that I was like it was everything about it. Just I loved it so much. Right. And so I was pissed. Yeah, that they split it into two parts. But I was like, OK, you know what? I'll enjoy it still. Like I, I was really looking forward to this season, too. Like most people were like I heard that part two ended in like 17 percent rating on CVN. So it's it did really well. And so obviously people really enjoyed this part too, but not not me. I unfortunately I was not a big fan of this second um part because for for a lot of reasons. First of all, like even before the part two came out, there was talks about it being like an amnesia plot that they were going to go with. And I immediately already hated that because i don't know it's just it's bad writing at this point like too many like amnesia does should not happen that often like amnesia is not that easy to get guys and so like that just being the premise of season two was i really disliked it like i i just i knew i would probably struggle with that part um but i was willing to, i was willing to give it a chance because i really really liked everything about season one and so i was like you know what like season two it can't be that bad right hopefully they'll do it well and i'll like i'll like it um and so i was looking forward to season two like and when it did come out i was one of the first people to watch it like i like the first episode of season two i was really there at the beginning you know one of the first few people to watch it right and so yeah season two light and shadow it's 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 something (laughs) and i i blame the issue i have with this drama not on the actress because i know a lot of people have been mentioning the fact that the actress changed from jung so min to going jung and i was actually one of the people that i actually don't care as much that there was a change in the actress the issue is actually with the plot and the story and the writing so even though this second season ends with a happy ending i just there was just something about the whole progression right that just it messed me up like I, I did not like it at all and i guess for some people like the ending matters more than the journey but for me the journey matters on how they got to the ending and the journey to this happy ending was just not i just did not vibe with it unfortunately i would say that because it's netflix and because netflix is all about you know splitting one season into like multiple parts there was this continuation issue right that would not have happened if this was not airing on netflix most likely right if this was airing somewhere else or it was just tvn that was carrying this drama 
this continuation thing will not have happened. Like the continuation break that I experienced, the dissonance I experienced between season one and season two will not have probably happened. But because Netflix got involved and they got their hands on this drama, right? I ended up having an issue with the total progression of this drama because everything just seems still in comparison to season one. Like everything just seems like less like i don't know there was just this sense of like okay <laughs> i shouldn't say this because it makes it seem like i said like the actors are at fault but even the acting was not on the level where i felt like even the actors cared enough about this season two like there was nothing wrong with it but i could just there was this lackluster feeling about this whole season like the feeling that i got right the intense feeling that i got from season one was just not in this season two it just felt like everybody was tired <laughs> that's what it felt like to me right and so that I think it's also because of that split, right? And I, I honestly, I blame, I blame Netflix. I blame Netflix. I also blame TVN for letting Netflix have a hand in this because it messed up so many things, right? Anyways, for Academy of Soul season two, Light and Shadow. Jangu returns from death and three years later, right, the story of mages unfolds anew. So it says Jangu becomes a hunter of soul shifters when a young woman, a prisoner in her own home, seeks his help to reclaim her freedom. Okay, so at the beginning of season two, we see that Jangu has become this kind of hunter of soul shifters, right? Because he has been given... I okay, so season one, the end of season one, I don't know if they explain the fact that Jangu got the high ice stone, right? Jangu is given the ice stone somehow at the end of season I don't know how that happens. I thought it was because it was the king star that he, he was awakened, right, when he died. But it was obviously because of the ice. I thought it was because of the he was the king star or something. And so that's why he, you know, could wake up again from death. But at the beginning of season two, we find out it's the ice stone. Like the ice stone is inside him, right? And so he goes around killing soul shifters, right, at this point. First of all, I have an issue with that premise of the fact that he's the one that's hunting show soul shifters because he almost seems hypocritical given that he knows that naksu was also a soul shifter he doesn't know we know right we the viewers know that naksu actually was she did not consent to soul shifting into jimbunyon like in the way she did right like in the sense that jimbunyon was the one that took control of her and made her soul shift into her and that kind of thing right so jangook doesn't know this fact jangook all jangook knows is that naksu soul shifted into somebody right and so in season one we get the sense that he's okay with the fact that he so she so shifted into somebody else and he's willing to get the eye stone to keep her in the body she's in thereby making the original owner of the body kind of dead like the he's basically aiding and abetting the death of the original owner right he never once thinks about like oh the body that like my lover is in is the body of somebody else right no he thinks oh let's get the ice stone and make this permanent which is a problem it's okay because i could understand okay he's in love with her and it's our interest that he cares about but in season two it's like a, a 180 in the sense that he's not become this person that hunts soul shifts as well does that <laughs> like it makes me hypocrite in the sense that his own lover used to be this kind of person right and his own lover too like they never give naksu redemption in the sense that she actually she killed a lot of people guys like she's 
clearly not a good person technically right but he was okay with that and okay i get the sense that okay yes it's because somebody has to do this right they've given him this role in the sense that since Park Jin has stepped down and they've had this agreement that he will own soul, sh- soul shifters in repayment for like the fact that he gets to keep the ice stone and Park Jin keeps his life or something like that like so he has to own like the rest of the soul shifters that they are but I remember thinking that hmm, yeah, he's not really the person to be doing this but again I guess it's okay because even though he's doing it, I guess we never get a sense that Jango really cares whether or not he's killing these people. He's very indifferent to what he's doing, right? This so like it's not on the level of the way Park Jin took it. Park Jin felt like, oh no, soul shifters are it's wrong and so they should be killed, right? Whereas Jango is doing it because it's like this is what they want me to do and I I'm seeking death and I miss my lover and you know, I could care less. Right. So okay, maybe there's that fact. But I'm not thinking, hmm, I don't know how I feel about him being the one to be killing soul shifters shifters given that his own lover used to be a soul shifter and maybe that's his punishment given that he knew and he kept quiet so he is the one that they are giving this burden to get rid of people like her right but yeah then as time progresses right he meets this girl right that's kept basically kept in a prison by Jino Gyeong right Jino Gyeong is keeping her daughter prisoner in their home and this is the point where when they started explaining how Jim Young came back to be that I started to like kind of doze off a little bit in the sense that so they go that when Mudok fell into the lake the only thing that was left was Jim Young's body but Naksu's soul and so when she was drawn out and Masali like fixed her up he could only fix her up back using the soul that was left which is Naksu's soul and so that is obviously why the visual that we see is that of Naksu, the original Naksu. So obviously it must be that somehow your soul resembles your physical appearance, right? Because otherwise this doesn't make any sense, right? But obviously there's something that ties your soul to the way you actually look, which is why even though it's Jimbuyan's body, like our blood, our bones, our flesh, the face or the the, the the look of how she is like reformed and reshaped and transformed takes the form of Naksu. Because that, that's the only other explanation, <laughs> right? But again, this is an explanation that I was like, that's the only way I could rationalize what Masali was saying at that point. But I'll take it, right? And so that's why she looks the way she does. And so they mentioned that slowly and slowly, right Jim Bunyan is going to take over I don't know how because they did mention that Jim Bunyan's soul was lost in the lake right but they say okay so Naksu at some point like and this is the thing like they don't tell you everything at once like Masali will tell you half of it in like episode three and then again in episode like five and then again in episode like eight like it's not like a one go and so there's a sense of like disconnect in understanding what's going on but after a while they change to and they're like okay at some point Naxu's mind is going to like her soul is going to like slowly die off and it will only be Jimbyon left and I'm like okay like I thought you said and Jimbyon's soul was lost in the lake and so that's why you had to use Naxu's soul so I, I assumed that that's, that was it there was no more soul shifting there was nothing and then they were like oh no if by mistake Naxu re- regains her memory then it, she's going to go petrified again and I'm like what? <laughs> like I again it, it, the story like I, I get they're trying to give all this information and everything but it just seems like like they're changing tunes pulling things out of the heart like things are not flowing the way they should to me and then later on they go on to say that okay now Jim Buyon is not 
really Jimbuyon, it's Jin Soran that has been reborn. So obviously the ice stone, like the ice stone that they used, right, that Jin Ogyong used, contains maybe contains the soul of Jin Soran, right? And so when she put that inside her to make her baby stay alive, it basically that that person was Jin Soran, right? That's why the, she has this amazing divine power and all these things, right? And so that's the new information that they give us again, right? And all this actually is okay. I'm okay with all these plots, like this story. It's not bad. It's really good, actually. The issue is, like, I feel like the pacing, it just doesn't seem right. More so because I remember, like, I was watching the last episode and I was, like, at, at some point I had to, like, move my mouse to see how far along I was because I was like, okay, so we have 30 minutes more like that's all we have left they are going to somehow have to do all this tell us all this do this old fighting in this few 30 minutes time we have left and i'm just thinking like why didn't they do this in episode nine like why didn't they like pace this out well they gave us so much filler episodes earlier that i'm like all this could have been avoided if they had built up like season one does a, a good job of that like things that happen in season one they happen in like increments right it's not everything all at once so i was like why didn't they do that for season two and like pace everything little by little it felt like all the reviews happened in the last two episodes and i'm just like why why couldn't they like pace it better right and I have to say, on, on just, like, things that were just pissing me off, like, this second season was, there's a point where, so the point where Soyu is dying, right? And they mentioned that, okay, Jimbuyon is going to take, I think, his energy and take it to the Firebird and have the Firebird consume it or something like that, right? And she has to do this in a certain amount of time. And they basically use an hourglass to, like, count the amount of time that's running left. And... It cuts to the scene where Jimbuyon is there, Jangook is there, and the crown prince is there, and they are literally having a conversation as Soyul is dying. <laughs> like, do you guys understand? Like, I'm like, Jangook, is this the person that you basically wanted to kill Jimu for? Like, why are you guys talking? Like, this is not the time to, to be discussing anything. It's like something so irrelevant, like, at that moment. Like, your friend is dying, and they are basically, like, pointing at I'm like, how is this... Like, I'm like, hurry! Like, and so, like, things like that just... I'm like, what is going on, right? So, it's it's things like that that just got on my nerves in this second season. Because I... And, I mean, another thing that got on my nerves, for example, is the fact that Soyu... Like, I couldn't understand Soyu's point of view anymore. Like, I understood him in season one in the sense that, okay, he liked Naksu. He knew it was Naksu that was in the body of this person. You could tell she was a soul shift at some point, right? But he was into keep a secret. I could understand that point. But then in season two, suddenly he's like he wants to kill her. Like I, like I, I couldn't understand. He was keeping the secret. Like everybody was keeping secrets. Someone was communicating too. Like if people knew stuff and they all kept, like they all knew their portion and we're not willing to communicate. I'm like, is this how you run? Com- like is this how you run organizations? I have a Grim and like said you go like all the organization. Everybody should be talking, but no one was talking to each other. And I'm like, and no one wanted to tell Jahuk what was happening, right? And I'm like he's not a baby right like they all felt like they had to protect him okay guys that watch like western shows know this about like superheroes like superhero western superheroes their love interest is always kept in the dark about this and the argument they always give when the love interest finally finds out he's like oh no i did it to protect you and i'm always like protect them from what exactly right because the villain knows who your love interest is and the villain is always the first to like kidnap your love interest and then they find out and i'm like so what exactly are you protecting them from in this scenario right it's it's always like it's always a problem for me i can never understand and so they do that to jangook in this 
second season they treat him like he's a baby or something and i don't understand because they keep making decisions for him right it's which is it was very gross to watch honestly because like he kept finding out everything in the last minute right so you kept keeping it a secret like he could have done he could have told them about the worm or his sickness a long time ago right he, like his uncle or his, i don't know how the head of sergio gone is related to him but like the grandpa figure could have fixed this a long time ago like he knew somebody that could have saved him a long time ago but he kept it a secret like the the sense of that we should pity him because he's i don't know what they wanted us to feel about his character in this second season right and so that was another thing i disliked like every character was pissing me off as time went on even the crown prince who i loved in season one because i had the sense that he knew what he knew what was right and he knew like he had enough sense, enough smarts to like get it done. So I never felt like Jimu was smarter than him in season one. I just felt that like okay, he respected Jimu because Jimu was his master in that sense. But I could tell he was a good person. But in season two as well, like I prefer his character more to like saw you in the sense that like he's still trying to reunite with Jango. He's still trying to like get back on Jango's good side because he felt like he did something wrong. But I kept thinking, why didn't this guy put Jimu in jail a long time ago? Like why isn't Jimu in jail? Like why are you keep why do you keep talking to him and i don't know like <laughs> this this second season just has characters acting out of character like i i was i was finding it hard to understand anybody right I mean, even hoyom i think her name is the granddaughter of the grandfather like grandfather figure that's the head of Sergio Kwan. even her she was out of character like she turned into being a like she turned into a bitch all of a sudden and i'm like that wasn't how she was set up in season one like why is everything just out of place park jin as well he suddenly turned into this comic relief right like and it wasn't comic relief that i enjoyed either like it was comic relief that was very cringe for me i was i didn't enjoy it since the way people were and i'm sorry like i feel like i'm like butchering this second season but i'm so sorry i just did not enjoy it and so like even his character was like trying to be extremely funny like the scenes like that those were scenes they could have cut out to make room for the last episode to make like the last episode longer right in the sense that scenes like that were not necessary the way they were doing it like it was not necessary to have him talk about his food and like I, I just i was not feeling any of those things right and i have to say that i was also disappointed that they never gave naksu powers in the sense that like so in season one the only time we ever see naksu or mudok show any strength in like actual fighting is in the very last episode where she goes petrified and she you see just this amazing skill that she has and in season two i was like okay hopefully they will show that in some form but they just they they kind of reduce her to being jangook's love interest in a way that i i did not enjoy at all like i i was hoping there would be a scene where she confronts jimu in, in like like she actually fights him to to the death and she's the one that kills him because he actually ruined her life right but that never really happens right everything was just not right they made that kind of cinderella kind of fairy tale princess in this season too in the way that i don't think it was necessary like i think they could have gone a whole different route with season two and it would have been better she didn't have to lose her memory for one and i don't know why they decided to go with that route right like i, I keep thinking of like so many other things they could have done right and i just <laughs> i struggled so much with watching this second season when i was on episode eight and nine i was like dozing off 
and then like episode 10 comes on and i'm like oh this is fantastic right all the action that i mean action that was kind of out of nowhere because like for all of a sudden like jimmy is changing into someone else's body like why didn't they kill him when they had a chance like things like that like all that is happening in episode 10 right and so episode 10 is very jam-packed but you know it's it's all so late in the game that i'm like what way like why are they taking so much time in all these other scenes when they can go right into the action go right into the meat of it right and they really mess this up for me honestly and i hope they just keep like this is the end like i hope they don't go like another like another season of because they do that like netflix kind of person that he they'll try and convince the screenwriters and the, like maybe directors and tv and to like do a third season right and i'm just like you know what let them just end it here right? unless they want to do something like a third season or you know what no just end here and just let's this be the end because this is how american shows end up being trash right they keep making more and they never know when to end and so honestly i i was not so sold on season two the way i was in season one characters were not making sense um everything seemed to be just pulled out of pulled out of a hat at first you think that at the end when Kim Doju and Jin Ho Gyeong are in the inside Jin Yoo one that okay they are dead and Park Jin they are dead and then suddenly they're not and I'm like I like I don't know I was maybe I wasn't following it as well but for me it was it just seemed all off for some reason and it's unfortunate but I I could see from like viewers and like people's comments that obviously they enjoyed this right they enjoyed it so much and I'm like why am I the only one that's not enjoying this <laughs> like. I, I just, I did not like it as much. Like, it wasn't that good. And I guess it was easy to enjoy. Like, I think, actually, I'm going to give my theory on, it, on this. I think that if season two had ended in a bad ending, you'd get a whole different reaction from people. Like, people would nitpick all the things they were, that were wrong with this second season. But because it ended on a good note, I think people are willing to forgive the fact that there was so much bad writing pacing in this second season, right? Because, you know, happy ending does it. I mean, even I am glad it ended in, like, a happy ending. I can then rewatch it multiple times. I probably will not. But, you know, it, it gives a sense of everything being good at the end of season two and you know everything just being right at the end of season two and that allows people to kind of forgive a lot of things but honestly ah gosh it's it, it wasn't that good it just it wasn't that good i'm sorry guys i have to say that season two just it wasn't like i had to force myself to watch the last episode <laughs> And only because I needed to do this this review. Honestly, if not because I had to do a review, because you know I felt like I owed it to my listeners to make a review of season two. I would not have. I would have stopped watching at episode nine or episode eight and just never gone back. Because I do that when I I don't like a drama. If I if a drama is like not going well halfway through, I'll just stop and I'll not you know I'll just not watch it again. And so that that was like it, like a lot of issues, a lot of problems, not as good, could have been better, honestly, could have been better, you know, and I, I, I honestly, I, I, I blame Netflix. I'm going to blame Netflix, right? Like this is, I feel like this is Netflix's fault, right? I'm not going to blame anybody else. Like, I'll just blame Netflix. Netflix, this is your fault, right? Stop splitting seasons, please. Oh my God, just don't. Like k dramas are best when they are. Like is Netflix listening? <laughs> Someone call Netflix on to this podcast and have them listen. Stop splitting seasons, right? If a season, like a season is 16 episodes, just leave it at 16 episodes, right? And move on to the next thing. 
right? Just move on to the next thing. I'll give them a solution for this subscription problem because clearly they have one. What they should do is just pre-produce like Aichi and all this like dramas made in China. Like they pre-produce and they kind of tell you what is coming up, right? And like they have a schedule and stuff, right? And so you kind of like know what to expect. That keeps your subscribers waiting because they're like, oh, that is coming and I am so excited about that. So just pre-produce a bunch of dramas and just like schedule them in advance for like the whole year. You will not lose subscribers that way, okay? Please stop splitting K-dramas. This, they are not like, I feel like K-dramas are like the victim here. Like they, they've just, they're changing the whole landscape of the Korean dramas. That, that's really, cool. I guess that's what money does. Like it just, it messes with everybody and um, you know, people are suddenly all about season two and I'm like, even Squid Games, I hear Squid Games is coming out like a second season and I'm like like the guy that wrote it or the director was like he's not in a season second season he never had that in mind and suddenly it's a thing I'm like just leave it the way it is don't make more like things can be a masterpiece in, on their own but yeah that was that's it for me like I I'm sorry guys I don't read this second season that I it wasn't working for me a lot of things were nice the kissings were like amazing but again it's not enough to give us a high rating right um just a lot of problems and yeah so that's unfortunately my review not that good could have been better and yeah on to the next one <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening um follow me on reddit i'm at you slash dramasology so follow me there let me know what you think if you think that i'm wrong tell me on there <laughs> you know and tell me why because i want to hear why i want to hear why you really like this second season that i just i disliked it so much um yeah so thank you guys so much for listening have a nice day bye bye